You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Instant Reaction Survivor Series War Games 2023, which was highlighted by, should we call it the shocking return of CM Punk? The rumored return of CM Punk? I will go with shocking return of CM Punk. And the reason why it qualifies as shocking is I feel like many, many times when we've sat down to watch big events in which we thought, oh, maybe The Rock will be here. Or maybe Stone Cold will be here. Or whatever kind of craziness we've expected over the last half a decade, we usually don't get it. And we usually don't get that rumored mega return that the internet talks endlessly about. So the fact that it actually happened, especially when the WWE, I give them a lot of credit, did a great job of kind of downplaying it, denying it at every turn. And even Dave Meltzer had a report the other day that there's no indication the WWE's opinion on signing CM Punk has changed. The fact that they went through all of those great lengths, they even, instead of saying, hey, there's going to be a mystery partner for the faces, they went out and told you a week ago, it's Randy Orton. They basically announced it. And even with him not showing up until the final kind of minutes of that match, they were telling you, it's not CM Punk. They're basically screaming at you. It's not CM Punk. And then, of course, the show ends after they put the copyright up with CM Punk's music going off. I I must admit, though, there was something a little disappointing about music goes off, the biggest pop you'll ever see, crowd goes crazy, he does his, it's clobbering time, he hugs a few people, they show nobody in the ring reacting to it, and then that's it. We never get him to go to the ring. So I, I guess I wonder, and I haven't looked on the internet to find out, like, what the hell did he do? Did he, did he grab a mic and do something or was he just walking around the entranceway for five minutes as the pay-per-view went off the air what is exciting though despite there being nothing other than him coming out for a few minutes is that he's back I mean the WWE is not bringing him back for a one-off for an appearance just to get news headlines like he's going to be back WWE is making business with CM Punk and I don't want to complain because it is exciting. It is something fresh, even though the WWE's put a good product out for the last couple of years. But there were so many different ways that I think we envisioned Punk's WWE return to look like. Whether it was confronting Roman Reigns, whether it was being a mystery partner in a match like this, except instead of Randy Orton. Him coming back in this way was not, I don't know, the way you would have booked it at home. But it happened, and now it creates all these awesome possibilities for the next few months, especially going into WrestleMania season, 
on who Punk can fight. And then it also inevitably asks the question, how will Punk screw this up? Like, how will this end? Will he make it a year? Will he make it a few months? (laughs) What will it look like? More on that later, but as far as the event was concerned, the women's war games match that began the event was just stellar. I mean, it was a tremendous, tremendous match. There were a lot of awesome spots throughout it. You had a crazy ending. You had a great ending. And you had yourself, you know, really an awesome war games match. Tons of weapons, tons of actions, tons of high spots. They opened up the pay-per-view in an incredibly strong way. I thought the middle of the event wasn't that good. The Gunther mismatch was forgettable. Santos Escobar winning was, you know, did what it had to do as they're establishing Escobar as a big-time heel, but that wasn't very exciting. Rhea Repley defending her title, which we all knew she was going to do, not that exciting. So really the event, I thought the meat of the event was blah, but the pieces of bread, the opening match and the final match gave you everything you could have wanted. I mean, the men's war games match, I thought was slow at times in the middle of it, But it ultimately gave you that great ending with everybody doing their finishing moves, with Randy Orton finally showing up. Again, they tease the Damian Priest cash-in, which at some point, doesn't it have to happen? Don't they eventually have to have Damian Priest either cash-in or fail at cash-in? And even though basically every attempt at a cash-in has been a fail, but he still has the briefcase and he still has that chance to win a championship. I kind of wonder... Because they opened themselves up to this over the last couple of years. If ultimately Damian Priest cashes in on a title that we're not expecting. That maybe that's how the IC title comes off Gunther. It's kind of a a creative way to do it. Because if Gunther is then going to be in the title picture. The world title picture. And you don't want him simultaneously holding the Intercontinental Championship. Do you have him lose it in kind of a cheap way? And a cash in would certainly be a, a cheap way where you keep him strong. It does end the reign, and it gives him that position to challenge for the world title or for the universal title, if that's the route they go. It's possible, because right now, are they taking the world title off Seth Rollins? Are they doing it with Damian Priest? I kind of lean towards no. Are they doing it with Roman? Obviously not. So maybe it is the way they take the IC belt off uh, Gunther, who has put together an incredible run, though it does feel like the last few months his run has gotten stale because they've slowed down on the opponents and the threats to him. Like, the the Miz is not a threat to Gunther. Like, no one sat there watching Survivor Series thinking, this is it. This is when he drops the title. And unlike Roman, where with Roman you know, okay, the ultimate guy to knock him off, to finally knock him off the pedestal is Cody Rhodes. And nothing has changed in that regard. Like, I'm almost convinced they're so gung-ho on that that even if they had the chance for The Rock to come back in main event with Roman, they would probably say, nah, we'll do something else with The Rock. We'll put we'll put The Rock in a tag match. We'll have The Rock uh, go one-on-one with Austin Theory or something like that. I almost think they'd go away from it just so they could have Cody Rhodes beat Roman, which he probably should do. I mean, honestly, like a year ago or seven or eight months ago when we were at WrestleMania 39, I was all for Roman beating him. Why not? Keep the run going. I thought the return of Cody at Royal Rumble to then hand him the title when he'd only been back for a year, to me, it felt rushed. I wasn't a fan of giving the belt to Cody. And as we sit here all these months later, even though Roman barely wrestles, I still think it was the right decision. But looking at WrestleMania 40, and certainly when you pass Survivor Series, you're kind of at that point 
where you're looking ahead towards WrestleMania, you're looking ahead towards Royal Rumble. Obviously, that's the next real, real big event. Nothing else makes sense besides Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. That's the the obvious main event. I think the crowd still loves it. The fact that Cody is still so over with the crowd, and he is, man, that sort of surprises me. Maybe that says that we're different. Because a few years ago, we couldn't wait to turn on the faces they shoved down our throats, whether it was Roman Reigns as a face or John Cena as a face or you name it. But Cody's still over, man. Even with Randy Orton anointing him at the end of Survivor Series, you would think that the crowd could kind of crap on it, especially in Chicago, especially with the CM Punk thoughts. And the crowd still loves Cody Rhodes. So he's the guy. I don't think there's any question. And I, I give Triple H credit and creative They've even gotten a guy like me to say he's the guy. Because, again, sitting back here in March, I didn't want him to go over Roman Reigns. But now he should go over Roman Reigns. So if Cody's going over Roman and Seth's holding on to the world title, that's why I go back to maybe Damian Priest cashes in on somebody else. But then it goes to Randy Orton's return. And I thought Randy Orton's return was badass. He was certainly over with the crowd. I've never been a huge Randy Orton fan, but the crowd loved him, mainly because they haven't seen him in a year and a half. The RKO on J.D. McDonough as he was thrown off the top of the cage, it was fine. (laughs) I I thought it was a little overrated, but whatever. I mean, basically, McDonough's falling, and Randy Orton doesn't even catch him. He just kind of, like, lands on him or kind of falls down with him as if he's doing an RKO. But the crowd ate up everything Randy did. As I said, he anointed Cody Rhodes as the guy. I mean, that face team was over. They were fire. But I think the weird part was throughout that match, you heard CM Punk chants. And I think the part of, part of the reason why you heard it is not just you know Chicago and it's his town and CM Punk and all that. But I think a part of why you heard it is that there was still that small thought that maybe he's the mystery guy, which would have been ridiculous for Randy Orton. I mean, why would you even say it's him to then replace him? So it never really made a booking sense, but I think it was in the back of people's minds. Why else are you chanting this guy's name, thinking he's going to show up? What's he going to do? Is he going to save the face team if they're in a lot of trouble? So good return for Randy Orton. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him from here. He's basically fought everybody. I don't think he's got another world title running him. I don't think they're turning him heel. So maybe he just feuds with Judgment Day for the next few months. And that's where you look at CM Punk. And there's a few interesting things about Punk upon his return. Number one, is he going to be on Raw or SmackDown? And is he going to be on Raw or SmackDown on a weekly basis? Does he Did he sign a part-time deal? Or is he going to be there all the time? And here's the follow-up to this. He got a nuclear reaction in Chicago where he made his debut with AEW, where it seems like he fought every match at AEW. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. He comes back, Survivor Series is in Chicago. No question, nuclear reaction as over as anybody could be. When CM Punk starts touring, assuming he does, is he going to get cheered in all these places? I kind of wonder about that. And I think once the newness is off of, oh, my God, he's back. This is crazy. It's been nine years. And once he cuts that initial promo, isn't there a thought of the crowd's going to sort of crap on him? I don't know. I mean, you you can't look at reaction in AEW as any indicator of what's going to happen in WWE. Look at Cody Rhodes. I mean, Cody Rhodes was getting booed out of the building, basically, the last few months in AEW. It comes to WWE. It's been two strong years 
and he continues to be as over as anybody. So I'm not even using AEW as an indicator, but I, I am just curious, is Punk going to be the super face everywhere? And does WWE say, screw it, let's just make him a heel? Why the hell not? We got Seth Rollins as a face. We got Cody Rhodes as a face. We got Sami Zayn as a face. We got Kevin Owens as a face. We got all these freaking faces. Let's turn him heel. And then ultimately, what do you do with him? Is it Seth Rollins? I know Seth Rollins publicly basically said he didn't want him back. What does that even mean? You do business, you do business. If it's good business, they'll do good business. But is that the moneymaker with CM Punk to stick him with Rollins? Is the moneymaker just to have him a face go up against uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Judgment Day? I don't think they're going to feed him to Roman. I don't think it makes any sense. Nor should he be the guy to knock off Roman. I think we all agree Cody's the guy. Shouldn't be CM Punk. So what did they do with CM Punk? Overall, though, they gave us a shock. They gave us an awe moment. And they gave us, and this is the key, they gave us a now what moment. And the now what moment always has you tuned in to Raw on a Monday night or SmackDown on a Friday. And hopefully CM Punk shows up on SmackDown in Brooklyn, New York. Let Brooklyn, New York be the location of CM Punk's first WWE TV appearance. But overall, great event. Shocking ending. And here we go. The road to WrestleMania.